Hello, 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 and welcome to a podcast. Um, I want to introduce this podcast, let you guys know who I am and what the whole goal of this is. If you have seen the title, you might be interested in what do I mean by Otaku Storytime and my whole goal for the podcast and what we're doing, um, repeating things that I already just said. My name is Mochi. I have a YouTube channel, which I have been uploading these audiobook type light novel readings too, but I thought I would give podcasting a try. Um, we are going to be starting a new series um, right away on here that isn't on my YouTube, but if you are interested in this and you want to see the other stories that I have read so far, then you can most certainly check out my YouTube channel. It is Mochi Bunny at YouTube.com. Um, so, my goal for this podcast is to read light novels out loud in an audiobook type fashion. This is by no means a very highly produced or super edited reading of the light novels. I have a cat. She can be loud sometimes. Um, and I live on a busy street, so sometimes you can hear noises in the background. So I do apologize for that, if that bothers you. Um, haven't soundproofed this room yet. Um, also, um, I do mess up sometimes. I am a human. Um, but I am in no means trying to be super professional or anything. This is supposed to be um, just listening to me, to a story. Um, and, um, well, why did I start this? for one thing, I guess you might be asking. Um, why did I start uh, this whole journey, uh, even with my YouTube in general, is that um, I really like listening to audiobooks. It's something that I enjoy doing. Um, it's because I don't have time to read books anymore. I mean, I guess now I do, since I'm doing this, but um, I have ADHD. So for me, sitting down and just reading a book is like, not something I enjoy doing, um, because I always have to have my mind on two different things. So that's why audiobooks are super helpful for me. However, I love anime and I love reading manga, but uh, since I don't have the attention span for it, um, I've always loved the idea of being able to listen to it, which is not possible with a visual medium. So... I came up with the idea, kind of, sort of, at an anime convention one year, um, that what if I read out loud light novels, because I already knew that those existed, but no one ever audio dubs them or anything. Um, and why don't I do that? Why don't I provide that service? Because I'm sure there's other people who are like me who like to listen to audiobooks but want ones that are more their speed, their interest, such as anime. So what I read here are the light novels that inspire animes, or if I can find them, the novelizations of certain animes. Uh, for example, um, I believe Overlord is a novelization. Um, and I think there's another one that I'm reading, and it's a novelization and not a light novel, but that's beside the point. Um, anyway, so I started this because of that. Um, so I figured that I could try and reach an audience of people who are like me and who want to listen to their favorite anime stories without having to 
watch, sit down and watch an anime or sit down and read a manga. Um, and yeah, so I hope you guys enjoy this. I really enjoy making it. Um, it's made me read more, clearly. Um, so I just hope that you guys enjoy it. So each episode or each podcast is going to be a chapter, depending on how long it is. It might be two chapters. For example, some of these have prologues that are literally a page long, so they're three minutes at most. Um, so sometimes there will be more than one chapter in a podcast. Uh, I like to try and make these kind of longer, maybe half an hour to an hour in length. Um, it'll be up to your guys' feedback to how much uh, you like to listen to at a time. So anyway, um, and at the beginning, I will just tell you about what we are reading. Um, we're going to do one light novel at a time so it doesn't get too confusing. Although on my YouTube channel, I do multiple at a time. So if you prefer that, you can go there. Uh, and yeah, so let's get started. So today we are going to be starting Danganronpa Zero. It is a light novel. Let me read a little bit of backstory for you. Um, so Danganronpa Zero is a light novel which was written by the creator of the Danganronpa series, Kazutaka Kodaka, um, and it has two volumes. Um, that is the most that we know of that exists. Um, now, Danganronpa Zero, it is a prequel to Danganronpa Trigger Happy Havoc, and it features events between Danganronpa 3, the end of Hope's Peak High School, the spare arc, and the game. Um, so that is a little bit confusing, and I actually, I really love the Danganronpa animation, the first one that came out, um, but I actually know very little about the series, and um, so far in recording this, um, the first uh, couple chapters are pre-recorded. Um, I'm actually really enjoying it. I really love Danganronpa, as it turns out. So... Uh, let me give you guys a brief synopsis as to what this story is, and um, then we'll get started. So, the story revolves around an amnesiac girl named Ryoko Otanashi, who is a student at Hope's Peak Academy, and the sharp-tongued ultimate neurologist, Yusuke Matsuda, um, with whom she is infatuated. Due to her constant loss of short and long-term memories, Ryoko has very little interest in the world around her except for, yes, y Yusuke, sorry, <laughs> who gives her regular treatment. Yasuke, on the other hand, appears to be very stressed by her and the school's situation. A month after the tragedy of Hope's Peak Academy, the school is full of unrest and secrets, with many people attempting to find out what truly happened and who is to blame. Despite not wanting any of it, Ryoko is connected to the incident and soon gets caught up in its aftermath, learning more and more about what happened. So definitely a good mystery series, and I do love myself a... Uh, unreliable narrator such as Ryoko. She so far is a very fun character to read and I hope you guys uh, like her too as I read her. Um, like I said, the first couple chapters are pre-recorded so um, I hope that you guys will get a good taste of how this podcast is going to function as you kind of hear how I read things and I will always 
I appreciate any feedback you guys give me, whether or not you just don't want to hear this story, or um, if there are things about the way I read things that you would like to change. Or, here's a good one, if you would like music in the background or not. Um, I've always gone back and forth as to whether or not I want there to be music in the background. I feel like it's hard to match up the music to what I'm reading, but some people like it, so you guys will have to let me know. I should also bring up um, going through um, the character list here. Uh, it looks as though um, a good amount of the characters from the Danganronpa anime, the first series, does seem to make appearances here, um, whether importantly or non-importantly. There's a few of them. Um, I believe the tragedy of Hope's Peak Academy is something that I'm going to have to look up so that I myself uh, remember what that is, but I am pretty sure that is um, what happened in the anime. I could be wrong. As I am doing a little bit more research, yes, the tragedy of Hope's Peak Academy is in fact um, what happens in the first series of the anime. So I feel like as long as you've watched that anime, uh, especially because from what I've heard from a friend who has um, actually played the games, um, that it is pretty accurate, um, I feel like you'll be pretty good getting into this. So um, we are going to get into the first chapter now. I hope you guys enjoy it. And I will see you all um, at the end of the chapter. Danganronpa Zero, Chapter One Inoshima Junko despaired. Anything and everything ended up just the way she wanted. Everything concluded just as she had hoped, and so she despaired. Why does it always run so smoothly? A hot magma boiled up from the pit of her stomach and exploded as it reached her chest. It spread from her heart and flowed through every muscle in her body. Water was slowly growing around her feet. She could hear a splashing sound as droplets danced around her. Looking more closely, you could see the water dripping down was a bright red. She took a step and the bright red water met her feet and showered across her. Her clothing was dyed red with blood. Her hair was dyed red with blood. Her face was dyed red with blood. But the girl didn't care. She was intent on just trampling the ground. Then, with her entire being, with everything she could muster, with her whole body and soul, stomped her foot. She slammed her foot to the ground as if it were a demonic beast on a rampage, and she then yelled a curse at herself. This isn't it! Her screams echoed around her, like a stone shattering into small pebbles, but she still continued. More! More! She screamed. More! I want a more despairing-inducing despair! Despair-inducing despair! and she continued stamping her feet to the ground. A more despairing, despair-inducing despair. Yes, that's what she wished for. She wanted the world to be in despair, and she wanted herself to be taken by despair. More, more, more! A more despair-inducing dis- She stopped in mid-sentence suddenly. A spark of an idea interrupted her tirade. She surprised- Her surprised expression remained on her face. Her entire body was dyed red, stood motionless and still. That's right, she whispered to herself. There was a tap inside her skull, like someone pressed a switch, and slowly her entire brain lit up with a notion. Several faces appeared. 
Of course there were faces she knew. They were the faces of her Hope's Peak Academy classmates. Ooh, poo poo A tremble shook through her body and her lips curved into a smile. She smashed her foot to the earth once again as she cackled and stood. Ooh, poo 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 Her frenzied stomping became like a dance. Joy and, and excitement radiated through her as she danced, and she found that she just couldn't stop herself. Amazing! How incredibly amazing! Remembering the faces of the people who would bring her such despair, she felt something that was similar to a person in love, and she danced to the rhythm of despair. This is it! This is a fantastic despair! Super high school level despair, Inoshima Junko reveled in this despair, smiling and dancing like a madman. This was where it began. This is where a story that ended in despair at the end began. So that was chapter one. Now chapter one just serves as a prologue and it is very short. So we are going to go right into chapter two so that you get a good taste of the story so far. And then in the next podcast, it will end up being a little bit longer. Chapter three is a much more decent size, but I feel like this episode is a good starting point for you guys if you want to continue listening and giving me some feedback. So we're going to move into chapter two now, and I uh, hope you guys enjoy it. Chapter two, Hope's Peak Private Academy. Only high school students with special talents are allowed into this school, sanctioned by the government. They are taught that they become the hope of the country. It's a school that was deserved to be called the School of Hope. Therefore, since people would say any student that graduates from this school will become successful in life, it attracted some envy. Seeing as how now more gra most graduates are employed in high positions in their profession, it would not take a genius to realize it was not a simple exaggeration. There are two requirements in order to enter Hope's Peak Academy. To be currently enrolled as a high school student, to be the very best in their chosen field. There is no entrance exam required to enter Hope's Peak Academy. Since the students entering all have different talents, it would not make sense. That's one of the school's policies. Students are scouted out by Hope's Peak Academy faculty members who are also researching and teaching such talent. It is said that these faculty members and staff are very much like the foster parents of talent. Finding talent and then nurturing it to them, it was a very important mission. But now they were, now the school was, facing a previously unprecedented and unheard of crisis. Hope's Peak Academy East District Faculty Buildings. The buildings leaned, the buildings lined in the East District were forbidden to student entry. Now, inside the building, was it was engulfed in a tranquil quietness. The corridors that were once overflowing with the faculty members and staff are now completely empty. Private rooms, large rooms one would believe were faculty rooms, they were all deserted. Everyone who was in there were all gathered in one place. Meeting room number 13. Located on the top floor, holding a capacity of 300 people, it was boasted as the largest in the school. Right now, the school's faculty members had gathered in that meeting room. It was at full capacity. No seats were available at the long table crammed with people. However, it was strangely quiet. Inside the meeting room, only one person's voice could be heard. The owner of that voice was Hope's Peak Academy's headmaster, Kiriji Jin. 
He was positioned at the front of the table, face to face with the faculty members who had gathered indifferently, reading a document he'd held in his hands. Without even a glimpse of emotion, he read each word off the page with a straight face. No difference to an audio recording. Nevertheless, this was an important duty for Kiriji. It was his duty to communicate the decision to all the faculty members, no matter how little sense it seemed to make. No, he had no time to harbor any doubts or hesitations to begin with. If he had had the time, he would be attending to a number of things. Are you telling us to cover it up? A voice suddenly echoed through the meeting room. In response, he raised his head to the sight of the 300 people opposite him. They weren't glaring or judging him. It was more as if they were staring at him, feeling uncomfortable. With little defense, he felt as though they were grabbing at him through their gazes. He had a bad feeling as all the hairs on Kiriji's body stood on end. As if trying to escape from their sight, Kiriji looked to the four people to the right of him. They were sitting at the front of the same table, all their eyes, all their faces creased with wrinkles. With their eyes closed tightly, their wrinkles became increasingly noticeable. From Kiriji's position, he could see the four wrinkles blur together into one mass of wrinkles. The members of Hope's Peak Academy's steering committee's expression seemed to say they had already given up. It's just like you, he unintentionally gave a bitter grin at the thought. Well, it's not like I hoped for anything better from you. He only muttered this quietly in thought so no one could hear. With that, Kiriji redirected his gaze in front of him. From this point onward, he was going to use his own words, he had decided. First, allow me to say something, Kiriji went to remind them. This is a decision Hope's Peak Academy's steering committee had made earlier. The air lowered in temperature, or perhaps it was his own body temperature rising. In any case, Kiriji wet his mouth with the glass of water in his hand before continuing. We know this decision may be rather abnormal. The mass of wrinkles, that is the we he mentioned, did not move at all, as though they knew from the very start the attitude he would take to express his words. But do not assume we are covering this up for any other reason. If possible, I would be taking responsibility for this, but a matter of this relevance cannot be taken care of that way. It would not help even if each and every one of us took responsibility. This is something that is an entirely different level. Kiriji paused to sip the rest of his water. Make no mistake, I do not think our decision is a perfect one. If it were, that parade wouldn't be happening. Kiriji gestured towards a curtained window. Some people turned to look at the window bitterly. Instead of that parade has been increasingly re has been increasing recently. Those people in it hate us, and I don't think they're wrong for doing so. At that point, Kiriji slowly looked around the room at the faces of the faculty members. He communicated his meaning clearly through his expression to everyone. I do not think our philosophy of the hope of all humanity is wrong, but if they were to learn of that incident, the meaning of the, that philosophy is as good as gone. That is a far too greater loss for mankind. Neither the support association nor the alumni want such a thing. The support association and alumni, the meeting room was filled with whispers. And that is why Hope's Peak Academy's steering committee's four members and I have come to the conclusion that we should cover this up. Kiriji let his gaze wander to the old man again. They were, they were as still as they were before, leaving it entirely to him. They remained silent and emotionless. As I have already said, we know that this decision is abnormal, but as the researchers and educators, it is our duty to protect talent, 
There's nothing more tragic than if hostility was directed towards those with talent. Also, we must remember one more thing. The 300-man faculty patiently waited for Kiriji's words. No matter how horrid the crimes committed were, it will not change the fact that student is a very special hope we raised ourselves. The stare of the faculty members changed. However, no one even murmured a whisper. It was simply silent. No one objected what he said could not be countered. Although his statement was perhaps narrow-minded, everyone had a similar view on the matter. They were all researchers, but at the same time, they were all teachers, and their students were theirs to study. They were all obsessed with that thing called talent. If you weren't someone like that, you did not belong here. This is why they listened to Kiriji and made their decision. For the idea they believed in, for the future they believed in, for the hope they believed in, they would conceal the worst, largest incident in Hope's Peak Academy's history. And there you have it. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Again, um, let me know. Give me feedback on what you think. This is only the first episode, so um, I am definitely willing to change things if you guys want them to be changed. Um, but I hope that you guys enjoyed it. I'll see you next time. Bye.